welcome back to Topic Clips, the only podcast on the internet. We've been gone for a few weeks because uh, Brett got us into some shady trade deals with Ukraine, and now we're going through all this trial and stuff. People are trying to get us off the air, so we've been fighting really hard for that. Uh, I'm your revered or reviled host, Josh Peterson. I'm joined here by our resident meme lord, Brett Cruz. When in doubt, Jesus and tacos. And Big Doe. What's up, what's up, Miss Tasty? Do you know that movie's on Amazon Prime now? You can watch it. You know that there's a ton of people who've never seen it and never heard of it? How? Actually, I get how, but I mean, it's not like, not a lot of people are going to go to a movie called Sex Drive, but it's... So good. It's funny. So funny. It's funny. And the... the, What's a rolling brown out? It's... (laughs) Nothing brown. Nothing brown. Rumspringer. Rumspringer. So that guy was on ABC Family's Greek, and he played like the hardcore Christian kid. It's just uh, his best friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's and he's played Rusty in um, Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, it's just funny to me because those are two completely opposite parts. Like he's a well-rounded actor. I don't know why he's not in more things, but maybe he's just selective. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Oh, ASMR. Big thanks to our sponsor, Carl Strauss. And a minor sponsor, Shock Top. Minor sponsor, Shock Top. Oh, they're a main time, big time sponsor for me, though. <laughs> yeah. I so last week I watched Signs. Did you guys? Ever, what, what what are your thoughts on on Signs? I just watched that like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what, not, I'm, 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 it holds up pretty well. It does. It's a good movie. I know, like that movie was filmed back when Mel Gibson was going off the rails, or before. No, that was about before. Before somebody I know has never saw it, so we watched it. They wanted to watch a scary movie. I said, oh, okay. Halloween, we gotta watch some signs. It's good because it's scary, but it's more like suspenseful. So it's not like you're you're it's, seeing somebody it's, get gored. It's more like it's scary. It's not a gore movie. It's scary. It's yeah. It's like you and you don't need like the cheap you know no. jump scares well, where people well, are. Some of the some of the best movies are the ones where you don't like Jaws. You don't ever see the shark until the end of the movie. Yeah, that that's what I think. Like it has changed with what a quote unquote scary movie is. Is that it has to be like overly gory horror, whatever, where like signs, jaws. You, you know what it was like? A, another, a, a good, more common, a more newer example was Super 8, if you yeah. remember that movie. Like yeah. You didn't see the alien the entire movie yeah. until the very well, what end. Well, what do you prefer? Something, do you like the movies where you're constantly looking at like the frames behind people, or do you like things that are like it's intellectually scary? Like you have to. Just the mere thought of it frightens you. You're not looking for things to pop out at you. I, in I think it's the same way, and you're probably similar to this as well, Josh. Being someone who enjoys reading is that your own mind will create something far oh, worse. Oh, for sure. Than whatever is told visually, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, for cheap thrills or whatever. And jump scares, it's always something that pops out at you, and it's always way better when you kind of let the audience, like, you give them hints and clues, but it also requires good acting in some part right. to, to build that, oh, shit, what is this? Or, like, something happens, you're like, oh, my gosh, is it is it like this? And your mind goes crazy, because our minds are insanely powerful, and we don't give, you know, enough credence to that, but it's mm-hmm. like... Imagination. Yeah. Imagination. I watched, um, I was going to watch Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, that was the one produced by Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailers. It looks, it's a horror movie for kids, but it looks terrifying. I'm a 31 year old man and I'm, I'm, 
Maybe almost scared to watch it by myself. Yeah. Uh, the other one Scary was. Movies still bother you? No, they don't. I mean, I love them. I'm fascinated by them. I, I watched uh, Curse of La Llorona, the one that's attached to the Conjuring franchise. Like that was, you know, it. They tried really hard, and like it had, you know, some. It had interesting lore in it. You know, there had there's there's all kinds of pieces in horror movies that make them interesting. I watched it. The second oh, one. Oh yeah, the new one. Or oh. not, I mean, not, the, not number two, but the new it. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. What did you think? What are your thoughts? It was good. It was. Uh, well, I didn't think it was overly scary, though. No, it was well written. Yeah. Like it was. It, once you get was, past, there were there were some parts though where he was like a little too playful, and I'm like, oh, this is ruining the movie. It's uh, what's his name, okay. Skarsgård. Yeah, like, no, he, I, he yeah. did an amazing job. There were some parts where it was written where I was just like, okay, he's getting too jokey, and like it's getting too like, not like, like, not scary, like Stranger yeah. Things, kinda. Yeah, and and I think, I think they did a decent job of. Putting in the suspense in parts. Yes. For that, but they they like didn't keep the same energy. No, it, it kind of. Yes, seesawed. It, yeah. It felt like a like a drama mixed with a horror. It film. felt like, like they were it, felt like they were trying to make it somewhat okay for little kids. There were sad. I I mean, in that process though, there were satisfying character arcs. Like I didn't leave the movie wondering, oh, what happens this? Like I I read the book and I know there's like a lot of it missing from that film, but yeah, I I thought it was okay. I came so, out so on that. Because, well, it's been a few weeks since Halloween, but um, I, I was I heard, heard for all of you who are listening to us, Brett just tapped on his watch. Is this an Apple Watch just for the folks at home? No, what, it's what not. Is this? It's a Garmin. It's a Gar. So Brett got the uh, Walmart of Apple watches, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey man, got a, he knows a good deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, um, we're not all, we're not all rolling in money, Josh. At one of, no, one how of do you guys look? Got, you got two Macs. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And all these Gundam models. Jeez. Fanboy. What do you do with all that? But some, some guy was, a uh, friend was telling me that uh, someone around in like their neighborhood put a bunch of red balloons hanging out of all the storm drains. drains. I'm like, that's freaking good. Like, <laughs> well, let like, me, like the kids, like super easy. Just attach a small little like washer to the end of the string. Just toss it in the drain and keep walking. It's yeah. even scarier for kids who have not seen the movie though, because they know what it means because they've talked about it with their friends, but they haven't. They like haven't seen maybe the Man, film. Maybe. Like it's not more materialized for them. Not yet. But I remember like, that. Like, was, like I remember that little, was the like the little. scary movie in high school. Yeah. With uh, Tim Curry. Yes, that was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. That's CGI. All, oh, I didn't give a crap. All, all Tim on that one. Mm-hmm. There was no CGI. It was just Tim being which Tim, is, which is even more. Scary. Long John Silver, man. Yeah, Muppet Treasure Island. Speaking of Muppet Treasure Island, uh, Disney Plus is out. Yay! Get, it's out in the wild. You guys get a chance to browse that, check it out. I watched uh, the 1960s Swiss Family Robinson last night. Yes. You know what's Nostalgia, on there? Nostalgia, dude. Like Treasure Planet. Oh, I watched that the other Atlantis day. I own are that. both on there. That's on. That's on my. I own. Watch list. I own Treasure Planet, so I can watch it anytime. I do too. I bought on Blu-ray, Walmart, five bucks. There we go. Yeah. Um, humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. No, I. It's 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 cool. You know, it's your typical streaming service. I like the. It's got everything divided into groups, like picks for you, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar stuff. Like, there's stuff on there. It's Netflix. It's Netflix. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I have not seen. You know, I just watched Frozen for the first time a couple weeks ago. Wow. Like for, the first, for the first time in forever? For the first time in forever. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, things that have been out that, like, I haven't seen. So I just, you know, I might 
spend some time going through there. It's not going to take me away from other streaming services, but there's enough content on there for me to not like. There's only one thing on there my that subscription. I ever want to watch. It's the one thing that Brett wants to talk about. Herbie. Yeah. yeah. Re- Revenge. Parent Trap. Yeah. The uh, I I also watched uh, yesterday the uh, Ducktales from like the late. Oh, that's 90s. the greatest. Oh my gosh! I was like uh, Ducktales. Tailspin's on there too. That's even yeah. good. That's better. Yeah. That's good too. Like, that was like one of the things when I saw like a lot of those like old like late eighties, early nineties like my childhood mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons are on there. I'm like, I'm down. Let's go. Yeah. Well, Gargoyles is like there's oh a is trending right now. <laughs> I I did see they had the animated Mighty Ducks thing. Do on they there too? Do yeah. they? Do you remember the? Is that the one where they're like this in space? The no. actual ducks. No. It's when they come out of like the well, it's Anaheim Pond at the time, but like the it, Honda Center. Yeah, they're like a they're like a superhero team of ducks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking about. Where they yeah. have like, spaceships and stuff. Yeah, I'm the, just like, what? are the the uh, the live action movies the on with, there? Uh, Duck Knight. It was like he was like a Batman. Dark, Darkwing Duck. Duck. Darkwing Duck. That's yeah. on there too. Yeah. Are the live action movies on there? The Mighty um, Ducks. D2? I don't know if all of them, but I did see one or two of them. Okay. On it. Emilio. I keep wanting to go back to watch D three because I don't remember any of it. It was terrible. Was it? That was the college one. It wasn't yeah. as good. Um, they should have just left it at two. Yeah. So, back to you know, streets. we're about to dive into Star Wars here in a minute. How are you guys feeling about how the what's it, rise of the rise of Skywalker? How do you th- how do you feel about that right now? How's it shaping up? I'm hearing that early screenings aren't doing so well. Uh, what do you what do you guys you guys have any hopes or expectations from it? I think they're they did the Emperor thing just to try to pull people back in because they fucked it up so bad. And Lando Calrissian, I know. Yeah, uh, that's that's just that's just total clickbait. It makes me wonder though. Like J.J. Abrams had a lot of meetings with George Lucas, and I'm curious if like he didn't know what to do with it, you know, after the last one. Well, so he met with George Lucas to try to go back to the things that inspired. Because I know George Lucas did not like the Last Jedi. Oh, he didn't like anything Disney did with it. Yeah. Anything at all. Nobody did. If you guys ever get a chance, watch that documentary. It's actually on Disney Plus now, uh, Empire mm-hmm. of Dreams. It's on YouTube also. You can watch it for free. But uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. Like, it was a, a long road for George Lucas to get those films made. And they just got faint. They blew up by accident. It's the best It's the best story. Be when the, the all these studios go, you'll never make money. This is stupid. You're yeah. going to have all the rights. And he... Well, um, what's well, he he... Spielberg and Coppola were like right. They all hit their things like right around like the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they had a studio. Well, they, they, well he did, they they co-wrote um, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. But it's like all all those guys were so anti whatever the trend was in Hollywood at the time that no one wanted to back them, and now they're like lauded as like. Three the, of the like the best, best directors. Well, pioneers of yeah, because the the industry was shutting down. Like all the people that started those studios were getting ready to to quit, and like they didn't want to hand it, hand the reins over to these kids who had good ideas about things. And yeah. you know, then we ended up getting the Godfather. We got Taxi Driver, and you know, Scorsese's career started from that. American Graffiti, Spielberg. I remember with uh, Spielberg, he George Lucas helped him with uh, Third and Third Encounters of the Close Con- or Close Encounters of the Third yeah. Kind. Yep, and he. In exchange, uh, George Lucas said, hey, do you want like a stake in Star Wars? And he goes, no, I'm okay, but I'll take 2%. You know, because George Lucas offered him like 20%, I think. And he took, 
He took 2%, but that 2% has added up to like millions and millions of dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Um, okay, so the last uh, Rise of Skywalker, like, do you think that's going to take the series out on a high note? Um, I don't know. And Allie sent me a thing earlier today. It was from some comics, something website says Mark Hamill's tells fan to wait for Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker to release on cable. Oh, dang, really? So, oh, yeah, I've heard he just well, he after the last one, he was just he's just all balls out about how he does not like anything that well, he's he's backtracked a lot on his interviews, but then he's like, not well, he had to tell the company line, it's it's in a contract, yeah. yeah. So, Hamill responded to a local Michigan news anchor who works for Disney's ABC affiliate, blah blah blah. He said, um, he said in a tweet, this better be good. Mark Hamill, 32 tickets ain't cheap to like this thing. And then he replied, or you could wait till it comes to, ca- to cable. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's just Mark Hamill being a troll. Yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's been doing that a well, lot because Twitter, it's somebody who's, who bought out the theater so they could watch it by themselves or, or with their or friends. With their friends. Yeah. And that's if you're, if you're denying other people the chance to see that movie, then he's kind of like, oh, you're being a dick. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, Mark dick. Hamill's kind of a dick too, though. Like, did you see him go He's after? He he went after uh, Donald Trump's like grandson because he dressed up like Skywalker and he like burned him on Twitter. The kid's seven years old for crying out loud! Like, why are you? I I I found it very funny and amusing. I thought it was hilarious. I know, but, but the poor kid. I mean, the kid probably doesn't have a Twitter account, but like, still, it's, yeah. it seemed kind of mean to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm 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 hope fully optimistic about it um i just hope that optimistically that they sound like you're trying to convince yourself yeah um it's a very passive aggressive comment because a lot of people there's a lot of hype around it because you know it's star wars it's a beloved franchise but i'm also like hopeful that what i've heard is actually true is that the skywalker story the story of the skywalkers like luke and anakin everything is like it's done after this yeah because that's what they've been aiming for yeah nine films you mean but you'd hope but it's like or does corporate? But I feel like know. corporate is trying to rush it so they can just get in and whatever, do whatever they want with the other characters that no well, one cares Daisy, about. Daisy Ridley has said she's not coming back to another Star Wars film after yeah. this. So, so if I was John Boyega, I wouldn't either. So, so I'm like, I'm, I'm hopeful that they, one that they do that, two that they do it, decent to good. You know, it's not. Again, I'm hopefully optimistic. Hopeful. <laughs> it's being maybe very... misplaced or whatever, but I, I want. I really enjoy like that franchise and that universe, and so I, I want the best for it because it holds. So what what are your thoughts on the uh, Benioff and Wise stepping away from the the, the saga? Thank Christ. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. From what I like, their story would have been really cool because it was about the Jedi's before they were Jedi. But but did you hear no, how when and how they got? Supposedly pulled off the project. Well, it was as something with Netflix. I read right. Supposedly that whoever's in charge of the um, Star Wars 
like whoever the Kevin Feige, Kathleen of, Kennedy. Yes, thank you. Um, she. It was after the season finale of Game of Thrones, pulled them in and canned them after seeing what they did at the end of that. Oh, so they're to close out that series, and they're like, she's like, nope. Well, she's already been burned several times for what's his name. It's because they killed the mother dragons. No, who was that jackass who directed the last Star Wars movie? Oh, no, Johnson. No, Rian Johnson. Oh, Rian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so he's still working that. on a trilogy, and that's a fiasco. It just shows you where it's going. <laughs> yeah, and so I I think she saw like the the shit storm that ensued after the season finale of Game of Thrones. Like they rushed it, they did this, and you know he, all all the issues. I mean, we've talked trying to be before, too clever, you know, trying to be too clever, you know, trying to do too many things in one episode. And zero fan service, and she's like, supposedly she was like. Nope, this is not how I want. Because supposedly they buttoned that up quicker so they could get started on Star Wars. And she was like, no. Oh, because she's probably a fan of the show, I'm sure. Probably. You know, it, it, but that's an indicator. It's like, oh, you're you're going to hustle wrote, through this project wrote, wrote so you can get one. to the next one? I don't know who wrote I know Gareth. Okay, Gareth Edwards directed the film originally. Who's the. Well, I heard it was in shambles. Because he, uh, according to an interview with him, he said that Disney locked him out of a lot of the things. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's like if I watched. Um, it was a little off topic. Uh, an episode of the GRE with uh, I think it was Rick Baker. Okay, he did all the old monster movies. He did like mm-hmm. the like the practical effects and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's, he's like uh, American Werewolf in, in London. All that stuff. Great film. Yeah, and uh, he says that you know. He would start out, they'd want to design, and then, you know, you'd have all these producers come in, well, can you just tweak this? Can you just do this? And it looked, ended up being a crappy product, and that's why he stepped away. But it's just like how, I think it's how it goes with Disney is it, yeah, they have these pe- great people working on it, but they don't allow them to do their thing. That's It's a bunch of these people with the money nitpicking saying, I know better than you do, even though we hired you to do this because you're great. That, that's why Disney, nothing that Disney makes, will, the Star Wars saga, will, done. it will never evolve. The only, at, re- the only reason that The Mandalorian is any good, and you both know it, is because John Favreau. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And Disney oh, yeah. trusts yeah. him after, you know, Jungle Book, Lion King, Iron, Iron Man. Man. Uh, the thing with, with, with Marvel is that Marvel is kind of there because they weren't, like, officially... It took them a long time to officially be under the umbrella of Disney. They had more freedom with their writers and directors to do things. And I think that's why Marvel, the Marvel stuff's so great, because that formula has proven to be true. But with Star Wars... Every scene is designed to sell a T-shirt or an action figure or a ticket to Disneyland. Like it's all everything's a marketing design. It's the same thing. This is what the uh, DCU has suffered from. Everything has was designed to sell a toy or something to a kid. Like it's yeah, all. It's, it's like they they design the costumes for the characters off of a toy. What can we? What it makes the, the coolest looking toy? Let's yeah. make that the costume. Right. Mm-hmm. With Gareth Edwards in Rogue One, like I think Gareth Edwards, like I loved everything he's ever made. Godzilla was great. His first film, Monster, was really good. Yeah. I love the tone and the feel and the grit of Rogue One. And Disney, mm-hmm. from what I, from the interviews I read, they've locked him out of the editing room, mm-hmm. and they decide they cut out so much of what he did that they decided to bring in another like cookie cutter director to come in and clean things up. Brought and, in know. a yes man. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I don't know. Uh, you so know, I like that one, right? So, wait. Speaking of Mandalorian, what 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 do you think? Without spoiling it for Big Dog, you excited about the series going forward? I'm very excited. Um, the after it, it's the first time 
watching and i don't know if it's just because it's star wars and it holds a special place yeah you know for me but it's the first time in a long while where maybe outside of a few times in game of thrones where at the end of the episode i was like holy shit yeah i heard that a wild ending but nothing else but i mean the ending but and and it's probably not going to get touched on as much except I'll leave for early by, so you guys can talk about by, it. No, no, by, no, by, by nerds. <laughs> but um, it, it does a similar thing, or it's at least giving me the indication, at least that it's going to shed light on parts of the Star Wars universe, like Rogue One did. That's not part of the main story. That's kind of ancillary, but it gives you a better understanding of the big picture of the universe and things that go on. It's more like what's, what's happening while, you know, while, while the world, while the rebels are taking on the death star, what's the rest of the galaxy doing? Right. I'm yeah. so with, with me, like I, it was weird. Cause it's the first time that I've ever watched a show and like, it felt uh, like a 45 minute show felt like it was five minutes to me. Mm-hmm. Cause I was so engaged in it. Uh, like I just, you know, I love the, the look and feel of it, the grit, you know the the, it's like a Western. the film style, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and even like I'm surprised. I mean, they show this in the Firefly, tra- Firefly, yeah, yeah, but it was it's less comical. They, they showed this in the trailer, so the guy, the part where the guy gets pulled through the door, right? You hear the like. I was yeah. surprised Disney went there. Oh really? But it was still like it felt. They did it in in parts of the Caribbean and stuff. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. It was, they, did, it was, they didn't directly it was, show it. It was implied. It. it was implied. Yes. And I'm just like that's. I was like. That freaking cool. Yeah, and they they revealed enough to like make you want to know more about this character. But I really wanted the big questions that I have is like I want to know, uh, you know, what happened to all these splinter factions of the Imperials that, you know, after the fall of the Empire, where did they all go? Does this somehow lead into the formation of the First Order? Like the First Order just seems like to me in the new films like a bunch of angry children. Like what makes them significant? Why should I care about them? Because I don't right well, now. Well, they are. Remember they kidnapped the kids to make the the stormtroopers. Yeah, that's that's true. But they I mean, are a bunch what, of angry children. Why should anyone even care about them? You know, like they seem like a much smaller force in the Empire. So what makes them significant? Like yeah. I still don't understand that. Yeah, it, and, it was and, a, it was just a crappy um, job of like backfilling everybody on what what has happened between A and B. It's just like. Oh, like sixty years have passed, and it's the same shit. Yeah, well, they just want, reversed. They want you to go read like the novels and stuff and the comic books. I don't have time for that. Show, oh, I which loved thrown out loved. a bunch because they considered it not canon. Yeah, and now they're backtracking the, yes, and the legacy. because it was so good. Yeah, yeah, the legacy series is that what yeah. they call it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so moving forward with Star Wars, you know, we're gonna jump over to video games here. The Fall uh, Jedi Fallen Order it comes out on Friday. If I'm Mm-hmm. Not mistaken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and EA has not released uh, the the reviews are embargoed for the game, <clears throat> meaning they can't. No reviews are allowed to drop until the game comes out, and uh, which is not a good sign. And e- okay, well, if you look back, um, you know the same thing happened with uh, Anthem, right? Mm-hmm. And Anthem reviews were not good. Yep. So, and I know it's not even available on EA early access yet, right? So the people who yeah. are paying. You can what? preload it. Uh, you can and preload play it. Midnight, midnight Thursday. But the people who are paying, you know, the hundred dollars, hundred twenty-five a year, or whatever that is for that service, like they, they don't get access to it. So it's just, mm-hmm. it makes me. It's, it's a money grab. 
it scares me. You know, I like I'm really excited about this game. I don't the, I see the Frostbite engine still has all the facial issues. <laughs> you can kind of see like the in the expressions, the eyes get almost weird. Is, yeah, they get twitchy a little bit in the trailers. But what what do you guys think? Like, do you have high hopes for this game? Because I know there's a lot resting on this because this is actually canon. So Disney, there can actually be implications towards Disney if this does not play out the way that they are hoping it will. Yeah. And so my thought is EA is not releasing game reviews and not allowing early gameplay because of the cluster F that Anthem was. Because that got, like, if you had the EA Origin Access Premiere or whatever, you could play it like a week early. And in that week, all the bugs were like, all these bugs were discovered and found, right. and it tanked before it even was officially quote unquote released. So I think they're like, nope, we're not, we're not going to chance any of that. You developer, you have up until the time it's released to fix all your shit. My big question is what are the romance options and how many Saurians can I bone? That's my big thing here. How many planets are there to go to? Um, what's what's the what's the what's the bonage situation solarians, here? Solarians, like how many solarians can I, I get inside? How, that's how, Mass Effect, but all right. How, uh, how many solarians can I get my junk in? If you know what I mean. How how Captain Kirk conquering across <laughs> the galaxy can yeah. you be? Yeah, Han, Han Solo. That's over what here. I want to know. Solo what's the Reaper here. situation? <laughs> um. <laughs> um can I kill my crew members? That's what I really want to from, know. From things that, that I've heard um, that have popped out through rumor mill stuff is that um, it looks to be a very, not just a like a good game, but it's also a, a deep and layered experience. I hope so. I'm actually kind of excited which, about it. Which gives me, gives me more hope that it's not just, hey, here's a linear you know, straight shot through like Force Awakens kind of was. I wish they would do it kind of how Assassin's Creed does it, where they have a lot of like lore based stuff in the game. So That's you what can, I'm hoping like, for too. Background all this stuff. On I, sh- I yeah no well, I, I went I list, was been listening to podcasts like Giant Bomb kind of funny. Those guys went to the event at Disneyland and played the game. They got three hours with it and they said it's fun, but it's. Like some of the the planets you go to, they're so open that you get lost on them, and it takes you a while to backtrack to where you're supposed to go. Well, the first Mass Effect, yeah, yeah, and mm, uh, which I kind of like, kind of don't like. No, like, I mean it's a I'm, double. It's a double. Yeah, I'm okay thing. with it. Kind of like Red it's, Dead. It sounds like Almost you're going to have big. to. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have to set some time aside to. Yeah fully explore you know and i'm sure there's like lore stuff hidden in there it would be legit if you could like hop on your speeder bike and troll the planet does does the fact that this game you know they're not admitting it but it does have leftover assets from amy henning's uh untitled star wars project she's working on with visceral the mall one yeah the one that was like a mixture well it was the one that was 1313 I think it was thirteen thirteen. Is the one that had was like uh, had the uncharted exploration aspects to it. I think that was thirteen thirteen. Yeah. So if you look in this game, you see the part where the Jedi's he's like scaling the walls and he's swinging through vines and stuff. Does it concern you that this game might not have been built from scratch? It might have just been an afterthought to EA going, "Oh no, we need to get our shit together. Let's put something together real quick." And they're using assets that have already been built instead of creating something from nothing. Um. From what I've read, 
of Jason Schreier's thing about Anthem is that, and also from talking with on streams and stuff of people who are ancillary or involved in video game development, creating assets from scratch is fucking difficult. It yeah. takes forever. So if they can borrow mechanics and and things that are already created, especially within the Frostbite engine, I've heard, yeah. cre- recreating things from scratch or doing edits is a pain in the butt because you have to basically redo everything. So if you're if you already have a template that's already built within that engine and development, then it's easier to just kind of tweak and move forward than it is to completely start over again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would because the from what it sounds like, the game that Amy Henning was working on sounded really interesting to me. Uh, I'm glad to see that you know this might ha- be something like it. Well, I was I was jazzed about thirteen thirteen when it first announced because you weren't a Jedi. You're a bounty hunter. Yeah. 1313 yeah. kind of sounds like Mandalorian a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was cool because it was a different thing to do because you always played a Jedi in the Star Wars games almost, except for Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Bounty Hunter sure. was. What, what Jango was Fett. Jango Fett. Yeah. Well, okay. So from what I understand with the Mandalorian, like this was one of the last things George Lucas worked on before he sold Lucas, Lucas film. films to Disney. And like is a dream of his that never came true. So. Um, have you ever read the Star Wars a sequel that never got made? Have you mm-hmm. have you read about the one where it's mm-hmm. a completely different story? That yep. was George Lucas's story. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Where Luke and Leia weren't related, and uh, Vader wasn't his father, or anything like that, and it was just completely different. Marvel yep. published the original vision for Star Wars, like in comic book form, and it's mm-hmm. a lot like grittier, a lot darker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that, but that doesn't I sell. Like he was trying to market it to, for generations, so yeah. He, yeah. he he did it right though, where it was just enough. Yep. But I, I think that that's like the only comical character he had in his movies was C three PO. That was it. Yeah. Oh, poor C three PO. He looks like he's got a rough one in this next movie. Looks like he's been smoking weed in this. Next <laughs> he's dangerous. <laughs> danger, danger, Will Robinson. Actually, that's an, it's, it's his own character. It's like called three. Um, just getting a little nerd here. C three PX. At least that's what I think he's based off of. C three PX. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Kind of going back to Mandalorian. You see it in the previews. This droid that is a real quick, real quick. Yeah. He talks so much shit about not wanting to see a Boba Fett movie. It's not Boba Fett, though. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's not Boba Fett, It's though. the same thing. He doesn't have a jetpack. It's fine. Not yet. Yeah, what if he gets he a jetpack? He will jet be getting a jetpack. It's a staple. Are you, you going to jetpack out of there? I'm going to log on to Disney Plus. I'm going to be like, cancel. Oh, do it. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> oh, um, for those that listen to this that have Verizon uh, cell, Verizon wireless service that's unlimited, you get Disney Plus free for a year. Or if you have Verizon Whoa. Fios or 5G home network, you get Disney Plus for a year for oh, free. That was like AT&T did the HBO Go for free if you had the yep. unlimited data plan. Yep, similar thing. Talk too many streaming so. services. Way too many. How yep. much money you got? <laughs> well, cable companies are waiting in the shadows right now. Like it's gonna, it's, it's a cycle. The we same talked, way we talked about. Yeah, this. it's yeah. the same way Jason Schreier hides in the bushes at game dev companies. <laughs> oh, <no>. Like the. <laughs> The cable companies are waiting in the shadows for people to like turn on these streaming services. There's too many. Yeah. And then what what the cable companies need to do now 
which I hope that they're even thinking about, is starting to get licensing for these streaming services under their umbrella. Yeah. To where you, you can buy the the A package and you get Hulu and Disney Plus and something. Yes, oh, it's already it's, it's already started. Well, I feel like we're kind of in this in the 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 end of the stage where remember how when YouTube was freaking amazing and it was oh its own company it's and now it's owned by Google and it's not mm-hmm. now it's a corporate shell. Yeah, I self. feel like that's what all these streaming services are going to become. Oh, for sure. With the cable companies again, where it's just a monopoly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think but right it's now because Hulu, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Netflix ESPN, and Amazon Prime. Well, those are the big. Well, Disney Plus immediately shot up to a top character just because of the IPs that it has. But um, it's intellectual um, properties for Disney's everyone. Disney's like the biggest know. corporation on earth, so it's kind of yeah. there. Whatever, but like they, Disney, whatever they jump into, D- Disney, you, they have a package deal where you can get ESPN Plus, Hulu, and all Disney the shit, Plus. All the package. shit they own. And I'm like, oh, that's a good deal. Oh wait, it's all the same fucking company. It's the mouse. The mouse owns everything. There yeah, you, rumors, for, you forget that they own ESPN. I forget all the time. There mm-hmm. were rumors that Disney was trying, was or is or something, try, trying to buy out Sony, trying to buy the company. I don't know if that's true, and I don't oh, know I if the trade. Warner Brothers is next. Yeah, WB is gone. Do you yeah. think Someone's the, the Do you think the Trade Commission would allow that to happen? Uh, it's getting real slim out there. Yeah, I think W. I think Warner Brothers is the last big production lots that isn't owned by Disney. I yeah. mean, I think Lionsgate's owned by them too, right? Disney owns because um, isn't, Lion, isn't Lionsgate under Fox? Yeah, but I don't know if that was part of the transaction uh, deal. But yes, no. But, but, but who? Think about it. Who's left other than Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers? Who's left? Sony and oh, I guess uh, Sony still makes movies. There's a yeah. bunch of like independent. No, that's not what I'm talking that, about. I'm talking about he's like talking about the big like, hitters. Could go toe to toe. I like how meanwhile Apple's off to the side, going, you know, we don't need to get into the streaming uh, market, movies. but fuck it, let's see how it goes. And then they have like original like programming and shit now. They do yeah. now, yeah. Jason Momoa like, is all about it. I'm it's like, all family friendly though on Apple. Like, there's no. I'm like, some of those things look kind of good, and I like the actors. No, isn't them. isn't that show where they're everybody's blind? Yeah, Jason yeah. Momoa's show. Isn't that that's that's, that's all that's all family friendly? Yet all their have you have you noticed that they're all blind? Yet all their clothes are like perfectly created. Yes, yeah. I'm they're, well they're, aware of the plot holes. <laughs> they're buddy. all very. <laughs> All the pockets are very symmetrical. They're not just a bunch of holes and stuff. Have you ever watched? He's not wearing pants they on his arms. I mean, I mean unless they, they explain like your other senses, like whatever becomes Daredevil. I mean, I can't understand how. Have you ever seen like not to be any kind of mean, but have you ever seen blind people without a stick or anything like that? It's it's, it's weird. It's it's nothing. They would never travel in a group. Nope. Unless they were all tied together. And how would you know how to tie a knot if you never could see? Feel your way. For those of you, uh-huh. who, for those of you listening, Brett's off to the side here, whispering Helen Keller jokes in my ear. It's just I'm, I'm trying to tell them they're not funny. But <laughs> jeez, <laughs> that was you, by the way. I'm quoting you. Jeez. Uh, oh, All right, you guys got any closing thoughts on that was this? His favorite joke. Star- <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I'm excited for what's coming in the next few months for Star Wars related things video game mandalorian i, I mean it's going to be released I hope to once be a pleasantly week. surprised that's just what i must say yeah the um the fact that mandalorian's going to be released once a week like game of thrones was or game of yeah game of thrones was cuz in the past um kind of would you say that p- pisses me off i was telling, I was telling like you this landing. before big dog is that 
I'm kind of upset that I can't just binge watch the whole oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm really glad because builds anticipation. It builds anticipation, but it gives friends and us and you know acquaintances to be able to talk about it oh, for yeah. a whole week. Where if it gets released like how Netflix does, you need to watch it that weekend, or you're gonna get spoiled by the fucking internet. Yeah, that's true. And so and so and so you have like a, a heightened level of anxiety. Like I need to watch it because I know people are gonna want to talk about it, and people are gonna talk about it. I don't want to get spoiled, and I want to be a part of the conversation. Di- so I need yeah. to watch it. And Disney, I tried to stream it, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, Disney's smart. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll send you my login. I got you, man. All right. Um, Disney's smart in the fact that like HBO did uh, Game of Thrones. Eight episodes, right? So that's almost ba- that's barely like hit their quota for uh, your free thirty days of HBO. Mm. Disney's smart in the fact that like there's more than eight episodes of Mandalorian, so people are hitting their free thirty days, but they're also having to pay for at least a month to see how the show ends. Yep, I'd be cool with uh, more than eight episodes if they were over an hour. There, well, they're, they they're just forty minutes. There's a new season coming out yeah, too. But um, but Mandal. Uh, the Mandalorian will go through almost up to the new year is okay. when the last episode. So December 27th is the last Friday is when the season finale will be. And how long will John Favreau be helming this project? I think they're going to switch directors every year. He's probably... He's, I know he's going to do every, every episode, but yeah. he's supposed to be like J.J. Abrams over, over saying that it all. project. Yeah. yeah. And John, uh, John Favreau, I trust. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard uh, your, your boy uh, Tiki... Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be he's, doing an episode... He's the droid in the show. Yeah, but I heard, I heard he's also directing a couple episodes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Good. I like him. Yeah, he's funny. I, I want to go see our. You know, it's probably too late to see, but I do want to watch Jojo Rabbit at some point. <laughs> I heard good things. There's something about the trailer where the kid chucks the knife at the tree and it bounces back and stabs it himself in the of leg. Like a Wes Craven movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, those are, that's my last thought. All right. Thanks for tuning into the show. If you want to find back episodes of the show, you can find it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast.com, Podbean, and other great podcasting outlets around the globe. And we're also now available on other great podcasting channels like the Pop Culture Cosmos. Big Dog, if they want to shoot us an email, where do they send it to? Topicocalypse at gmail.com. And purveyor of memes, Brett Cruz, if they want to find us on social media, where do they look? at Topicocalypse at all social medias. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been a pleasure to serve you. Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to MiracleFruitOil.com and use the promo code MEDIA10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at MiracleFruitOil.com. That's MiracleFruitOil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it. <laughs>